Motorbike FC show. I'm so glad that we are back and running. We had a little bit of a hiatus there while... Yeah, a couple um, of weeks. Yeah, well, it was a little bit more than a couple of weeks because of the whole COVID thing and everything. But um, we're back and uh, we're back even stronger. We've got some legit pro equipment here that I don't know how to use. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't touch any. Don't, don't touch you. I don't, there's a lot of... I'm, st- I'm sitting here with this fancy board here and it makes me look super pro, but no, shit, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, um, of course, we have our, um, our good friend, Mr. Brian... Aloysius, Sebastian, <laughs> Claude, um, Norwood <laughs> is joining us as well. He's one of our regulars. And uh, what better way to start our uh, start back our podcast but to have a very special guest that I'm really excited to uh, to have on the Pro Bike FC show, DJ Brew. What's up? What's up? What's, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> the, we've even got sound effects. <laughs> ah, yes, 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 yes. So, um, so DJ, um, thank you so much for uh, for coming to the uh, to the uh, Pro Bike FC show podcast. It's a real pleasure for me to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thanks. And um, we're gonna we're gonna have some uh, great conversation. It's um, we're just gonna chit chat away. We're gonna you know we're just gonna chat. Um, I know that I've got. Um, a few uh, text messages from, from some angry individuals from Sundays, <laughs> yes. right? Um, you know, I've got, uh, I know Manny will be listening and, and uh, Sebastian and all those guys. So there's, some, so there's some nasty tech messages that we can go through a little bit later on. So, um, so anyway, um, DJ, so first and foremost, tell us a little bit about yourself. Talk to us about how you got into cycling. So I basically came from a running background. Um, I ran in high school, played a little basketball. Then I went to college and I actually went on a cross country scholarship, which was a mistake. <laughs> I was definitely the wrong body type for any sort of distance running. Yeah. And I kind of knew it when anytime we would have a hill workout, I would crush hill workouts because it was just quick 30 second effort, get to the top of the hill and you're done. But I would be the first up every hill, every time. So I was like, ah, maybe I should be a sprinter. And then they threw me in the 400 for some odd reason, and I almost died. So I was like, I'm not running anymore. Switched to just throwing javelin because oh, wow. I, I wanted to lift weights and still hang out with my girlfriend who was on the track team. So, <laughs> so current wife isn't listening to this, by the way. So it's like, ah, uh, I'll just throw, like completely scratch the running part. And so after college, when I moved back to the area from Indiana, um, I was like, ah, I needed an outlet, like a competitive outlet. What can I do? What can I do? So naturally, I gravita- gravitated towards back to running. Right. And when I started running, I would always run at Haynes Point. So, of course, naturally, I would see all the riders uh, over and over and over again. And I'm doing one lap around Haynes, and these guys are flying past like six or seven times. And I was like, I'm doing the wrong sport. Like, yeah. this is this is stupid. Like, so... I grabbed my dad's bike. It was it was a size too big, flat bar road bike, and I went down and just hung on to the group for as long as I possibly could. You know, I made it one lap and I was hooked. I was like, yeah. this this is it. I'm I'm, really- I'm I'm not running again. You know, I'm gonna work at a bike shop so I can afford a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I actually ended up getting a job at um at the time Hudson Trail Outfitters in Tinley Circle, right. and. Worked as a bike salesman there, got a bike for real cheap, and started doing a group ride. 
um, from the shop and riding down River Road and then kind of like venturing out off my own and starting to meet new people. It's like I, I ran into like the Artemis racing crew and okay. that was that was my first team, first bike racing team. Like, I mean, they welcomed me with open arms like at one of the races and I didn't know what I was doing and they were like, hey, you should come race with us. And I was like, all right, that was, yeah, so that was it. That was, I was hooked. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 cool. So how long ago was that? This was probably 11, yeah, 11 years 11 ago. Years ago. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, so now you're, um, now you're with DC Velo. DC Velo. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, obviously, you know, the, the season is, uh, sort of a, a, a wash there. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about, um, talk to us a little about your riding. Like what, what do you consider, um, what do you consider your riding style is? What, what do you do? Like what, what, what's your, what's your role at DC? What, what are you sort of targeting? You know, where do you think you started from as opposed to what type of rider you are now? Um, for me, I guess that metamorphosis kind of happened pretty easy. I think, um, being a bigger rider anyway i found that i naturally succeeded in sprints oh yeah and I, so I, I saw that on sunday <laughs> so there was an earthquake on sunday somewhere. <laughs> so so you know it was one of those things where i didn't have to really ride for years and years to kind of figure out what kind of rider i was mm. and since i was good at that it was really i had to get better at what i wasn't good at so yeah, it's sure. like I literally, I don't think in my 11 years of riding have truly trained my sprint. It was the naturally the group ride that I do since you sprint every lap, like yeah. that was my sprint training. Like yeah. I never actually go out and say, oh, I'm just gonna do these sprints. You know, I just go out and ride, try to have fun, try to be competitive in the group rides that I do. So for me, I use kind of group riding as my training Okay. Which okay. Is, is why it's hard for me to control myself on a coffee ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, we, we, we decided that you're only allowed to come back once every two weeks. He's banned. <laughs> he's banned. <laughs> he's banned, everybody. But no, and I, I, I kind of realized, like, because of that, um, if I was left to my own devices, I would only sprint. So I had to get a coach. And, you know, yeah. I work with Adam Polford yep. um, under CTS. And, you know, he actually makes sure, and I've seen huge improvements on yeah. just like my VO2, yeah, and my yeah. threshold, <laughs> like something that I never would have thought to do or never would have done on my own because in group rides, I'm like, I'm just going to wait for a sprint. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to attack on the hill because I'm a sprinter. Sure, But sure, it's sure. like, no, like switching the mindset, like okay yeah sprinting is like one part of it but you got to get to it yeah and you yeah. want to get to it as fresh as possible so so what, what what do you what do you what do you consider yourself as like as i mean you know because we, there's all roles right sprinters mm -hmm. domestics gcs climbers the whole lot i mean do, do you consider yourself I, I mean primarily would your riding style be more as just that that powerful wattage driven type rider i it's I feel like there's a push and pull. Like I want to be that guy. Yeah. And then I also want to be like the attacker. Right. And that's why in races, it's hard for me to just sit back and let my team do the work. The punch. Yeah. 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 It's like, and it's, and it's really 
just because I want to have fun too. I don't want my yeah. fun to be in the last 200 meters. Right. Like, yeah. I, I want to go out and go up the road and see what happens. Like, I, I kind of want to instigate a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. so cool. it's. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we had a name for those guys in the pro peloton, <laughs> but this is a family friendly show. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I kind of like when, you know, like watching racing and things, like, I always root for the sprinters, but then you have guys like Sagan. Who oh, yeah. It's like this dude can multi talented. Like, yeah, mo- yeah. Like, so guys like that are like who I see, and I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I want to win the sprint, though. I want, I don't want to come in like second or third. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, so, so then you brought up an interesting, you, you brought up an interesting point a minute ago. You know, you said you, a lot of your training is based on like when you're going out on group rides, mm-hmm. right? Um, now, obviously, you do have a, a training program that you that, mm-hmm. that, that you stick to, but how's that been looking now? I mean, because I mean, I know from you know the the talking that I had with a few of the people mm-hmm. that I still communicate with overseas on the Pro Continental Tour, and a few of the DSs that I know on the World Tour, their riders were really struggling with no racing, mm-hmm. really struggling within with, with riding yeah, motivation. How, motivation. How are you, like, what have you been doing to sort of keep it up? Because I will say one thing is that, you know, I started really, I guess I started really following you um, probably late last year-ish, mm-hmm. around about September last year. And you are quite right, right? I mean, I've seen, like, even through your own writing, mm-hmm. like an, a remarkable uh, in, in increase in, in, in your strength from when I was first looking at you to where you are now. So what's been like? What are you like? What are you doing? Like how are you? How mm-hmm. are you keeping it going? Well, see, back like, working with my coach, like we were kind of like my first A race for the season was going to be in May, mm-hmm. and I was signed up for the Belgian Waffle Ride. So oh, right. which is like okay. way out of okay. my comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. and and it was like I wanted to go and have fun. But my version of fun is being competitive. Mm. So I'm like, I don't want to go and just get dropped. Like, I want to be able to compete with, like, some of the top guys that yeah. do that right. And it's at a distance. Like, I've, I'm a serial cramper. So yeah. after 60 miles, like, I'm probably cramping. Right, and if, right. you, if you think I'm not cramping, it's because I'm hiding it very well. Yeah, so, sure, sure. But I'm probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, good, very good. So a lot of that, like, a lot of um, – when my coach was my coach was working with me was with geared towards you know being good over the long haul and not just for after an hour hour and a half yeah so you know doing a lot more longer rides like focusing really on sweet spot stuff and threshold oh, yeah. work to yeah. increase that but you know the normal stuff that you're supposed to be doing but you know you get to march and it's like oh, no racing so you know having all of that fitness then it was like perfect when your tour oh. pro it was like oh now i got something to do oh the tour to pro bike yeah so the tour it, to PBS. it was it was great because yeah. it was like all right now and then it was awesome to see like okay whoa this is the kind of numbers that i would be doing if we yeah. were racing and i mean that's like only your effort so you're yeah. not drafting. That's it's a true that's effort. It's true like effort. you're not sitting in a in a pack. And I hate time trials like that. Was, yeah. that was, yeah. And yeah. I was yeah. like, that's why I was like, Nick got me out here doing time trials. <laughs> like this is this is ridiculous. Like, what am I doing at yeah. two o'clock in the morning? Exactly. I know that was crazy, man. Um, yeah. So so uh, yeah, that's really cool to hear. So what is um, 
pending the season comes mm-hmm. back up, I, I mean, I, I mean, uh, the, the way I see it, I don't think we're seeing a season in 2020. So, no. you know, 2021 is going to be it, I think. Like, what's your target? I mean, is your target locally or are you targeting some, some, some seriously larger stuff outside of the area? Yeah, I mean, the only targets for me right now is stuff outside of the area. Yeah. Like, I still like to race at home, you know, in, yeah. in Marlboro. Um, I'll always race in Marlboro, so. But I think the races, I've won the races that I've really wanted to win in Marlboro, too. Sure. So yeah. it's like now, for me, too, it's like getting guys on the team that I can help. Yeah. So, like, oh, if, yeah. if we can use Marlboro races to, like, allow me to help those guys, like, I'll be the worker bee for people that we bring on. But I'm targeting nationals, like Masters Nationals, Amateur Nationals. Like, those were... And the, and the Belgian Waffles. and Belgian and, and, Waffles, and, yeah, and stuff and like that. And, that and even stuff. the USA Crit Series, like, when those come USA back. Crits, when yeah. The, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's what I really get excited for. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean maybe our race Carl Dolan that we oh, DC yeah. Velo <laughs> yeah. host like of yeah. course I always get pumped up for that one because yeah, it's sure. a home race but yeah. yeah other than that it's like really nationals is yeah you know I mean I think that's I mean that's that says a lot to that says a lot about your um, your maturity as a rider as well too where you know you, you're very happy to turn around and say look you know I have specific goals I've got specific targets mm-hmm. But um, but I'm also here for my team to help, and I mean because you know you're a, you're, you're a naturally strong mm-hmm. and talented rider. It's it's I mean you know it's when I when I ride with you and I look at you and I you know I, I see it from I look at you from behind, you know I think oh, it's just it's 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 such a poetic thing to see. So you know I, people can sometimes get a little bit carried away with themselves <laughs> about their own ability mm-hmm. right and they forget about everybody else mm-hmm. and you don't do that which i think makes you a complete rider mm-hmm. it makes you not just a strong rider on the bike but it makes you a good person off the bike as well too so i think that's really i think that's great so um diets food what do you do are you a good eater i mean are you are you are you like <laughs> yeah Uh-oh. Uh-oh. well i can well i can tell you if you have a look over at the counter at pro bike fc right now there's health packets food. of chips and there's gummy worms and there's <laughs> well, that's i mean food. are you really like are you really strict on yourself or do you do you tr- try and enjoy uh, life if that's a way to say man it? if people only knew like Uh-oh. i'm strict when i'm strict when i need to be but when I'm not, um, you're on I'm, it. I'm off the rails when I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, like, wait, you wait till you fully retire. When yeah. I retired, I, I didn't stop eating everything. All the shit that you could feed me, I was Like, in. Any, anybody in, in my family and people that, like, really know me, they're like, you're screwed once you stop riding. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're done. Like, there's no way yeah. you're going to. I know the feeling, buddy. I know, I know the feeling. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah, I and and I mean, I've worked with a nutritionist before and 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 that was actually good. Like it, the the lady that I work with, it, I mean, it, she got me down to the lightest I've ever been and the strongest I ever was. Yeah. So, it was one of those things. It was like, all right, you know, I worked with her for a little bit and she got me to where I wanted to be. I won a lot of races that season. Yep. But it just wasn't enjoyable for the oh, long haul trust me i know and, yep. and so i mean anything that's not enjoyable is not going to be sustainable no, so no. you know i 
I kind of feel like I do the periodized dieting. Like yeah. <laughs> if I know I have something coming up or whatever, and then I can get in shape for it. And right now nothing's coming up. So yeah, it's yeah. like, well, you're, you're, you're pretty in shape, mate. I think, I, I think you're more than fine for a cheeseburger now. And then. You're, 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 there's you're, a coffee right on Sunday. It's a coffee. I, I don't know what you're talking about. There's the, that, that's been disbanded. Oh, that's, that, that, that's no longer a, that's no longer an issue. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, Walk walk us through your bike, DJ. What do you um? What's what's your um? What's your what, what do you ride? Um, and what? Where's the motor? Where? Yeah, <laughs> where? Yeah, where's the motor? Yeah, I know it's sitting in front of me. <laughs> the the um. Uh, walks through your bike. What what's what's your setup? Um, what what's more comfortable? What's most comfortable for you? So I have two LA sprints. Mm-hmm. Um, one is rim brake, one is disc brake. Uh, both the same size, fifty six. They both. I mean, they both ride exactly the same. On one, I have a 120 stem. Mm-hmm. On the other one, I have a 130 stem. True. So it's like, Jeez. if I'm just noodling around, then I would use a 120 stem. And when I want to go fast, I use a 130. I'm pretty flexible. So I was just going back and it. forth between both is, <clears throat> yeah. I don't even, I honestly, like I could be on one or the other and don't really notice the difference too much. Okay. Um, I've never really had too many fit issues, so. Yeah, once everything's locked into position, that's yeah, that's pretty much my setup. Yeah, I have Boyd wheels for one because I got those, and I got an MV wheel set, so I kind of mix and match mix whatever and match. disc and you know training wheel sets and go fast wheel sets for both. Yeah. So, what's your opinion between disc and rim? I haven't noticed a difference really. Yeah. I mean, it's what? one of the, in this area. That's, I think that's, it's yeah, like it's freaking true, man. And it's funny. I was riding today. And the only time I wished I had disc was going down military. Like we did it yesterday. Like when you get to go across a oh, yeah. chain bridge or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, like you, we bombed that descent yep. on Sunday. I remember that. Yep. And you know, I was on the disc brake bike on Sunday that's and right, I was like, right, wow, right. okay, this is great. Yeah. Well, I was on my rim brake bike today and I'm like, Oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had this, right? Yeah, I can't take it as fast today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, oh. I mean, you know, that's you're, my excuse. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you only, you're only really hitting hills like that every so often. That's and right. We not, don't we don't have that terrain. And a lot yeah. of times I'm by myself, so it's like I could take it as slow as I want. So it's yeah. not. It, I haven't really. And actually, like my disc brake bike is heavier, so yeah. That's what I have noticed. So yeah. it's like, all right, if I if I really just kind of want an easy ride, then I won't take the disc one out. I just take my rim brake out. Just take the rim. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the things that um, this is this is a we, we're a very non political um, uh, podcast show <laughs> here, but I think this is something that's very important to talk Absolutely. about. Um, you know the the cycling. Uh, well, we've all been hit with um, with the the horrible situation with the whole uh, the the BLM um, Black Lives Matter and and what was going on over there. I want to push past obviously all of the all of the um, all of the difficult stuff um, outside of cycling. But I think as a cycling community, um, you know, it's um, it, it's brought to the it, it, I guess it's brought attention to the fact that. Maybe we all should be and could be doing more to promote, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're black, yellow, blue, white, gold, right? Mm-hmm. It's about promoting um, diversity, diversity in, in, in cycling. Is it, That's something close to your heart, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're, I mean what do you think we can do 
I mean, I mean, what what is it that that you think we can do better, especially in this area, to to do that? Mm-hmm. So it it's funny because it, in this area, and I was just telling one of my friends this a couple of days ago. It's like I can do a, a group ride, like a, a legit like twenty to fifty person ride, and like white people are the minority. Yeah. So right. it's cre- like I think we're so lucky in this area yeah. that we have that kind of diversity <clears throat> and that kind of like bigger black cycling community, like minority cycling community. Yeah. That, you know, it feels inclusive anyway. Like and yeah. then when I'm outside of that environment and I go and I do my noon ride, we got everybody down there. Yeah. Everybody. Right. So it's mm. like you don't ever feel out of place there either. Yeah. So, and I mean, like people with different viewpoints, like political affiliations, like, but we're still all riding in the same group. We yeah. all kind of, we, we are like-minded. We all competitive individuals and we want to just go fast on our bikes. Yeah. So I think for me, like a, a lot of it really was just the representation of it all. Like, and I, you know, when it was one of those things, like when people say, you know, representation matters, representation matters, where you didn't realize how important it was until you thought back to my own cycling journey and I'm Mm. like, you know, actually it does matter because when I first started riding, like the guys that I focused on were like Super Dave and Cliff. Like those, I mean, they're like fast black dudes. They look good. They ride fast. They know what they're they're, the icons in the area. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I immediately locked in on those guys and I was like, whoa, if they can do it, then you know like it must be okay for me to do it like i i can jump in this too and then it was like when i jumped in then it was like you know the other guys that they're friends with was like hey come come race with us like be on our team or whatever and then you kind of get in and you're like oh man this community is welcoming like it doesn't matter if you're black white asian whatever it's like hey you know we're just riding bikes like it's so i think that's what it it (laughs) You know, from from that standpoint, representation doesn't matter. It's seeing people do it that look like you, that are you know have the same goals as you, and being that kind of welcoming individual for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, cyclists always get the the stereotype of being jerks or whatever. Yeah. So anytime yeah. you meet somebody that's not like that, it's like eye opening. It's like it's a it, good thing. It's like it is whoa, this person is, like, so cool. Like, I got to be around them. I'm, I'm a ride just so I can hang around this That's, person more. You know, you know? I, I couldn't have, I mean, I couldn't have said that. I couldn't have, I couldn't have represented that mm-hmm. uh, answer any better way. I totally agree with you. I think one of, the, um, one of the beautiful things that this sport gives is exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day what you are. It's what we love doing, mm-hmm. right? right? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's this it's this combined, it's this combined love and passion for the sport. You know the war stories and mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff that 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 we that that we can tell, which bonds us together. Which I think is also it, it can be used as a great um, as as a great lesson for a lot of other things or sports, sports mm-hmm. to sort of look into it because you know they. Um, you know they they say that um, they say cycling's a team sport ridden by individuals, mm-hmm. right? So, but you know the but the community itself is 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 very close and very tight, which is why I know Brian, you and I have spoken about it. You know sure. uh, on uh, on a number of occasions. I get so 
I get so agitated when I when when people just don't give you a little bit of a wave or a flick right. of a finger just to say hello. I hate right. that. I do too. I hate I do too. that. Yeah. So for all of you that are listening out there, you are not too pro to <laughs> right, wave. To wave. Right? Right. To wave. I can tell you if the guy that's sitting in front of me can, can wave, wave right. and if the guy that's sitting to my left can wave you can too. and I've got a little bit of a career behind <laughs> me and I can wave, then you can as well too when you're sitting on your $10,000 bike trying to look super pro. Oh, I've hit people up on DM after like, I finished a ride and was like, hey, yeah. you know that was me that waved at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And like yeah. If, if they don't wave back, like, and especially if it's somebody I know right. and I'm like looking at you wave. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny because I, I – know everybody i might not know your name but i know enough to like go back and find you go on social media <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'll find uh, you. You, <laughs> you everybody that's listening you've just been told that's right. you, if you don't wave you're screwed dj has a specific <laughs> set of skills yeah, yeah, DJ I know, has, right? yeah DJ has a specific set of skills <laughs> yeah i will find you yeah yeah so um so uh next year we've we, we've we've spoken about next year um and um, and we've spoken about what what you wanna what you want to achieve. What's D, how's um, how's DC Velo? What's DC Velo's plan? How how are they how are they looking? Like what's um, where are they at? Man, we are definitely looking for younger riders that want to like race. You know, we're you know we've been a club for forever. We're a mm. big club. We have guys. I mean, like, do all kind of, like, professional work. Like, they and they're, like, crushers in their professional careers. <clears throat> and they're great on the bike. But we're, we trend older. And I'm kind of trying to change that because I kind of realize, like, I'm kind of right in the middle. Like, I'm a, I'm a master's racer, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I still want to throw down in, in the Pro 1 races all the time. Oh, like, yeah. Like, how, old, how old are you now, DJ? I'm 37. Uh -oh. 37 yeah. okay i always get confused because the racing age is yeah, stuck yeah. in my head so i'm that. like would you, i'm not 38 i'm racing age 38 but i'm 37 would you like five of my years <laughs> no. no that's not very i nice. want to take my time yeah sorry go on, dude. so so and, and like i said even before like i'm at the point now like where i want to start passing on knowledge and skill sets to other people like i don't want to always be the sprinter for dc velo yeah i want some like the next sprinter that's gonna come behind me like let me be your lead out so i mean Yay. anytime i i you know that's try cool. to tell other fast guys like hey like don't think like when i want you to be on dc velo like i'm looking for people to lead me out it's like no i want somebody to lead out yeah, like that's i'm at the point like you realize what kind of lead out I could provide? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. I know. And like, that's why I'm trying to work on like, you know, the, that one K power, you know, it's like, if I can throw down for a kilometer, like you're going to have a nice lead. You're out. Like, a nice lead out. <laughs> so, no, absolutely. So it's like trying to like, no, I'm, I, I'm not even trying to share the spotlight. I'm trying to hand it over to somebody else. Like I want to help the next younger crowd that's going to come in. So that's awesome. Like I'm, I'm looking for guys that like really, I mean, even guys that are my age, like as long as you want to race and DC Velo is always the kind of team, like we're just looking, we, we want good people. Like yeah. you, you gotta it's be good a, ambassadors. A, good yeah, ambassador. good, yeah, a good ambassador to sport off the bike. Like yeah. we, we want people that are just good people yeah. and that want to ride. You know, yeah, so it's awesome. not like you have to be a cat one, and you got to do this and you got to do that, and like you got to do this many races. It's like you just want to have fun on the bike, 
you're a good person. We yeah. we all want to hang out with you. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. So, I mean, you, there's plenty of people in the area that crushed on the bike, but the you're jerks. like, oh, I want to get you, coffee with you. I don't want to get coffee. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. You know. Okay. Here come the nuke. Single questions. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> the nukes questions. That's Uh-oh. that's the new one this year. <laughs> Here we all go. right. Best day on the bike. Ooh. Is there a worst day follow up? Yes. I, okay, I was gonna say because <laughs> good question. My best and worst are on the same day. Okay, so then all right, so well then we'll do a tie. best day on the bike and worst day on the bike. Okay, so my teammate that moved out to California, Jason Mightoff, we did a ride uh, out in Palomar. So we went up one side of Palomar, descended down like eight, then rode around and went up a dirt climb up Palomar again. Okay. And I cracked so hard, like walking for a mile. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, and I mean, I was cursing him out like half, like the whole way up yeah. until he finally just rode away from me. Oh, because oh. <laughs> he was he was still able to ride it, and I'm walking now. <laughs> so That's hilarious. He rode away from me and like was waiting at the top. Well, while I'm walking up this climb. Like I started seeing signs like warning, like bear warnings. I'm like, <laughs> what has this dude yeah. got? I mean, and we were like up to where you, people were hang gliding, like, and oh, I, like it's almost like I could reach out and grab them, like they were passing that close over. So I'm like, oh boy, and we're starting to lose sunlight. So by the time I make it to the top of this climb, like we're descending at nighttime. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. That was probably one of the best descents I've ever had in my oh, life. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was like at the end of the day, like I cracked so many times, but I still had so much fun. Uh, yeah. And it was just us two. So it was like we really, I mean, he knew like we were kind of getting in over our heads. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was still like a really fun day on the That's bike. Cool. And it was a horrible day on the bike that, at yeah, the same time. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Most embarrassing moment on the bike. Ooh. Uh. You've fallen off. You've got to have fallen off somewhere. Yeah. Embarrassing. The one, two, three crit at Ride Sally Ride this year. Or not this year. Um, last, last year. Last year. Yeah. I made it into the winning break and then crashed in the last corner, second wheel in the race. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was like I yeah, hit I that, that. Yeah, yeah. turn. like, And thinking back... It was like, what were you thinking? Like, that was the worst line you ever could have taken through that that turn. Yeah. And going way, I mean, way too fast, like way too hot into that turn. So that was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. It's a having, I still ran across the finish line for fifth. But but it was just like, what what were you doing? It was dumb. All right. Okay. So, Parry Roubaix. Who's your pick? I'm a big Sagan fan. Like if he does it, he's gotta he's gotta win it. But I think is Vanderpool doing it too? Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's that's probably yeah. I like I want to see him succeed at that kind of race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially like being like 13th and 15th in his first two races back this season. It's like yeah, you know. And I want to see something good. And you've got you've got what as well too. Yeah, what Van Aert, which is like he's crushing crushing it right now. Crushing his foot. What was it? uh, Milan San Remo Mm -hmm. and uh, no before that Strada. Yeah, is the kid gonna do it this year? 
uh, Remco. Rem- I don't think. So. Oh, I don't think so. Rem. I don't think Remco's got the cobbles in him. No. Okay. So I don't think he's got the cobbles in him. Um, my my one of my favourite races that I've done twice, the Flanders. Who mm-hmm. do you think? I I I think I think Watt's got a chance, but uh, no, uh, yeah, no, I think he's got a chance. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, see for those. Those are hard races. Yeah, no. Oh, I, I think I root against. I will root against Quick Step in those. Races. In that, yeah, the, so. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Leferent is the general manager there, yeah. right? And he's also, um, um, he's got a long history with, obviously, my friend, Johan Musa. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was um, he was with Mape, then Mape, mm, Quickstep, yeah, or Dekanik, yeah. and, and so forth. So they've always built their teams around Spring Classics, right? They've always yeah. built their teams, except for Al- Alaphilippe. But uh, that's that's a different story. Mm-hmm. So last one, Tour de France, 29th of August. Oh, yeah, Primoz, Rolich. Oh, I want him to win. Really? Yeah. You think yeah. it's gonna be? You I want him to win. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. that's. I want a, him to win. You know what? Yeah. I gotta I, I gotta tell that's you. That's I'm I'm excited for. I mean, well, I he feel won, like he won he won the tour uh, uh, tour de Italy prologue. Or, uh, was pro- it? Italy or Vuelta? No, the, the oh. recent one. He just oh, won. Okay. Uh, uh, pro, uh, Poland? Was it Poland? Poland. Poland. Yeah. Poland, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, this their team lineup that they're taking to the Tour de France oh, yeah. is going to be amazing. So I, I'm excited to watch somebody just give Ineos the what for. Like, exactly. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I I'm like, just take it to those you, guys. You As are, I like yeah. Bernal, too. Yeah. So and, yeah, and the But the rest of the team, I'm like, you're in, you're in good com- you're in good company with me because I'm done with Ineos yeah. Sky. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with them all. And and you know Prima Roglic, yeah. If 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 he rides maturely, yeah. If he rides maturely this year, which he didn't ride very mature last year, if he has a mature, he rode like a nuke. He rode. He rode <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He, what are you trying to say, Norman? Nothing, I'm not no. So he wasn't a very mature rider last year, mm. um, but he is—he's—he's he's grown up a lot this year. If his team does what they need to do, I agree with you, and I think it would be great to see Roglic go mm-hmm. over the line as the overall, you know, GC for the tour. But I think, I think, if anybody's got it in them, I think Alaphilippe. I th- he oh, was he's, he's on form. He was yeah. he was not only is he on form, right? Uh, let me tell you something right now about Alaphilippe, right? What's um, win at Strada Bianchi? Uh, no, not Strada Bianchi. Um, uh, friggin' Milani San Remo. That was impressive, right? That was impressive. But I was more impressed with Alaphilippe second, and I'll tell you why, because that guy flattered. <laughs> 20 something kilometers out, out of the yeah, finish now the beautiful thing about Deconic quick step and any good team is, is that they sent their team back to get him, to get yeah, him. Yeah. and he dragged him they, they dragged him all the way out but the thing is is that Alaphilippe is I would say easily 15 pounds lighter 10 to 15, maybe 10 pounds lighter than what? Because what's a cyclocross? He's, he's a, he's a, he's yeah, a solid, yeah. he's a solid, dude. strong dude. Mm-hmm. To get him at only, to only lose half a wheel on a sprint against a guy like that <laughs> and come back from a flat, 
that's unreal. And so let me. So so last year's tour, um, I think it was the stage where they called it. Like that's right. After Banal was like leader on the road at that point. Yep. And Alaphilippe was chasing. Do you think he would have lost it? Like no, no. That's or would he have kept the yellow jersey I, if the I stage think he had finished? I think he would have. I th- I think he would have. I think that that landslide and that calling on the tour last mm. year, I think that killed it for him. Because if you think about it, right, he held that yellow jersey for 12 stages. Yeah, yeah. 12 like stages. Mm-hmm. He held that yellow jersey for 12 stages. He did not just, held, he did not just he- hold the yellow jersey for 12 stages. He did it by himself <laughs> because the team wasn't yeah, no there team. for yeah, him, yeah, no right? I think that if that if that hadn't have happened at the tour, I think he would have. I think he would have picked it. So, what kind of team can they bring this year, though? If they are they still going to try and target sprint stages too? Because that's the other thing too. It's like, well, I think Yumbo now with Gronenwegen out probably. <laughs> or yeah, yeah he's. Yeah, I think he's done yeah. for the rest of the season anyway. Yeah, yeah. With his broken collarbone, but they can focus on now. We're just GC at this point, but. The Koenig always tries to do like stages and they it's like last year I think you know they had sprinters still so it's yeah. like well well I've got a kind of like a little bit of an insight inside Uh-oh. scoop <laughs> with, 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 with that they are very much they're, they're not concerned other than GC other okay. than Alaphilippe's GC that they're absolutely focused on that they've got Remco coming in as well too they've got a they've got a really strong team I don't think that they're going to be concerned. They're not going to be concerned about any polka dots, any greens, anything. They're concerned about Alaphilippe just getting that GC because I just honestly believe he can do it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, so I'm with you, my friend. I, I would love to see Roglic win, but I think that Alaphilippe is the, is, is the big deal. I think Ineos, with Froome now leaving and Froome mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. in the team, in the, yeah. and although so he strange. might be saying that his head is there for the team, He's not. He's mm-hmm. off to I- 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 Israeli startup nation, right? So I think that Ineos is going to break a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how good. And I think Egan Bernal is a good rider, but not that good to not have a team behind him to take him over the line, right? That's the one thing that always is confuses me about um, professional cycling is, like, I think if I was a team manager... I wouldn't trust somebody that's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you already know out. they're already gone. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, do I want to put you on the lineup if I know you're leaving? Like, you are absolutely spot on. You know, so I've been on both sides of the fence. You know, obviously mm-hmm. I've been on, on the bike and I've been in the car as a, as a mm-hmm. DS and a team manager. I mean, as w- at most certainly when I, when I um, started the, one of the first UCI Asia teams in Jakarta um, and, um, and I'm with you, but contractually, it gets really tricky, yeah, right? Yeah. It gets really tricky. And then you kind of, and what these guys do, uh, it wasn't back in my day because we, you know, it was kind of like, if you don't ride like this, you're out. You know I mean? The <laughs> right. contracts were yeah. pretty simple. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, now there's contracts like if we decide, it, like if, say for instance, and I don't know exactly what's in Froome's contract, but I do know that contracts are written now these days where guys like Froome are turning around saying, okay, if I decide that I'm out of this team, or you want me out of this team, um, I still will be placed in these races. Oh, really? So they have no choice, right, to, mm-hmm. to place so them in the races yeah. unless they pay their contracts out mm-hmm. and move them on straight away, right? Mm. So, so Ineos, again, not knowing the background of Froome's contract, mm-hmm. I would pretty much guarantee that in that contract it says no matter what you do to me, 
I will ride a Tour de France, mm-hmm. whether I'm in or whether I'm out. Especially so, somebody with somebody as, you know, as historically good as Froome yeah. is. It's like, I'm wrapping myself. I'm leaving. That, that, <laughs> I want to be impressive. That's like, what, that's what's I'm not gonna, working for anybody. <laughs> that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Um, so the um, uh, the only other the final question the final question before final 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 question. Final, mm-hmm. final question the only other final question we've got we all saw the crash with Fabio and and um, and um, I'm having a memory fart Gron um, Gronerich yeah what's um, I mean I have a take on it I mean it, w- it was th- there's no doubt that Gronerich deviated mm-hmm. off a line and it was a horrific crash. Do you think that he should be getting the flack that he's getting now over it? Oh, man. It's it's crazy. When I first saw it, and, and I, I mean, I saw the crash, and I immediately knew. I'm like, people are going to be calling for this guy's head. Oh, no doubt. And they are. And they and Oh, completely. I mean, was the, the Koenig boss was like, he oh, should be in jail. Put him in jail. In jail. You know, know. It's attempted murder or yeah, whatever. I know, I know. Uh, but it's like... I, in a way, it was a jerk move, mm. but I don't. It's, I don't think he was doing it to in, put him all the way into the no, barriers. No, definitely no. not. No, and it, and I, and that's why I kind of see it like both ways. Like I understand why some of the actual professionals and like ex pros are like this sprint should never have been in this situation anyway like no. it should never be downhill no. at 80k an hour no. like that's in that's yeah. stupid right. for yeah. one because it's high speed anything can happen at that Absolutely. like guys could have been in the middle of the road and hooked bars and you don't know where they're gonna Absol- end up Absolutely. if they crash so in, in that i yeah of course he shouldn't have deviated off of his line or whatever like he definitely took him out i don't think it had that like crazy malicious like intent to where he needs to be jailed like it's fine if he suffers his suspension and they fine him like i'm completely okay with that i agree and i don't and i mean people are like i don't remember him being like this dirty rider he never he never was either like he 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 might have had an incident before but yeah no i'm like this he's not like a Muscon, like oh my stuff god, he keeps having with this guy over no, and over no, again. No, 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 no. This is, but this is no. like a freak. I mean, not a yeah. freak accident, but kind of a freak accident. No, it's th- like, yeah, this is a classic example of like you know when somebody does something like this, the first thing everybody does is try and look for everything bad about mm-hmm. him. He isn't a bad guy, yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah. isn't a bad guy. Yeah. I agree with everything that you say. The the one thing that I've said, and I've said this on a on on a number of chats that I've had with friends overseas, and 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 even in fact the lion, and uh, and spoken to him about, you know, chatted to him about that. You know, it's 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 really it's really easy to look at him and say, yeah, oh, you know, that was wrong. But nobody, um, no, un- unless you've been in a bunch sprint in a world tour mm-hmm. at 60 miles at, at 60 yeah. miles an hour <laughs> you, you nobody i can tell you i mean i'm i'm was never a sprinter now i mean i'm i was a domestic my whole life so but but i know what it's like to be 15th wheel back right mm-hmm. and still sprinting Sprint, to yep. to a line maybe not getting up to the front but still sprinting to a line and there's so much adrenaline and there's there's just such a clear straight line focus right that you don't really understand what else is going on. The first thing that goes on in your mind is, is like, 
right now, this is where I need to be. And whatever's around me doesn't matter, right? Now, there's no doubt that that he came off a line. Mm -hmm. He was overly aggressive and he came off a line. And for that, he should be reprimanded. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. But you're right. Going downhill and those damn barriers, there was no malice intended. And, and, you know, to, to, to... to berate the guy and bring up stuff that n- is inconsequential mm-hmm. to what it, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, that's, yeah, any, yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right. I well. Have, I have one really serious final question. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, this is, you know, get right, you got to get right up to your mic like this and go. <laughs> what is your fantasy bike build? Oh, go- oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, give me your credit card. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, give take his. Oh. Take Brian's Brian, credit card right now. <laughs> Brian, DJ told me. That, DJ apparently told me you're buying a oh, bike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Ooh, fantasy. Wow. Cold knock. Oh no! It's between like for me, it's between two super super bikes. Um, the factor. Oh, one. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, that thing, uh, it, anytime I see Israel startup oh, yeah, on that thing, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. and I, it's funny cause any, and he's not racing right now, but any bike that Greipel has ridden, oh, like I I've know. loved. Oh, I know. So I, know. <laughs> I was going to say, even from the Ridley that yeah. he had the custom gorilla yeah. like painted yeah. on it. Like yeah. I, yeah. And y'all that, that, that factor is like beautiful I and know. it's funny it's like it's always bike slow when you first see them and you're like eh, i don't know like to split down to i was like eh, i'm not sure about it and then the more i looked at it i was like oh yeah. i love this yeah, bike yeah, yeah. and it was i know a guy um thomas gibbons he's um on automatic he's in the usa crit series and yep. he races on a factory he races, right and i would see his at races and i'm like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like Jason Hall has one. And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, I know Jason Hall. Yeah, gorgeous. Chief, yeah. Chief Funkinator. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but that it's that, and I really like their Cervelo S5. Right, okay. like, yeah. and that was okay. another one where when I saw the cockpit at first, I was like, yeah, like mm. yeah. Then I looked at it, and I'm like thing looks fast yeah. <laughs> so. ah, well we, we only know we, we only know how to spell factor and colonizer. yeah <laughs> so but, yeah but i yeah between like yeah if i money is no option like that yeah i'm definitely throwing down, that, on, throwing down on that one yeah. yeah all right well norwood yeah yeah sure okay just Done. get it sorted yeah. out for him yeah now. i got it <laughs> All right, so um, DJ, uh, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you for taking the time out. I know you've got a, a young family, and I know it's your day off today. Um, you know, thank you for what you do as a police officer. Um, thank you for everything that you do there. I know it's a tough job. I respect that so much. Um, and uh, and 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 thank you for taking the time out uh, out of your out of your day off. You know, no, thanks um, for having me. Man. Yeah, thanks it's for been an me. absolute privilege for me to have you here at Pro Bike FC and for for me to have you on the Pro Bike FC show. I think you're a wonderful human being. You've got you're, you're a raw talent. Uh, you know, you're super strong. But what you also come with is a wonderful, wonderful character. And and that. For me personally, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of poor characters in my <laughs> history in cycling. And that for me means more than anything on the bike. So I think you're a fantastic role model to the cycling community. And you think, I think you do, you do everything you do, you do well. Um, so I, I appreciate it. Um, you are no longer ever allowed to come back on a Sunday <laughs> shop, right? Never, ever, 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 ever. Ever, ever. Do you know I defended that brickyard? <laughs> 
I saw. Uh, yeah. I saw. I, I, I don't, <laughs> but I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to don't take t- it. No, I wanted. I was trying to help you increase it even further, make it further out of reach. Shit. I was like, if I go hard. Yeah, I every, know how these trust it, segments where he has to jump across to me, and then if he I just sits said, on my wheel, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll everything be fine. I yeah. just said about this guy, I take back. He was, he was, I, he was I throwing was, down. I was coming down on that brickyard, and I'm thinking, ah, I had, the toes were coming out of the, the toes were coming out of the front of my shoe, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not gonna let this guy get his fucking thing on me. And I was sitting here. You should have seen it. I was sitting here at the end of the ride. I'm thinking, has he finished his ride? Has he uploaded? Has, has he finished his has ride? DJ uploaded. Yeah. And, he finished it. and it was a second. It, it was a second. I'm thinking, oh my God, yes. So you are not allowed on Brickyard for at least a month. We'll do Oakland uh, next yeah. Time. <laughs> So yeah, so no, that was good. Hey, DJ, thanks so much, thanks mate. For you are me. always welcome me. here. Yeah. And um, we'll see you on the road, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> cheers, buddy.